Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. I don't know what all these Southern cooking rules are, but I don't like being told no. So I was chatting with Chef W and obviously knowing that he is from the South and a good cook and likes to cook for me. I said, hey, by the way, do you have a good cornbread recipe? When somebody cooks for you, It's kind of like they're fucking you with food. He jumps into heavy talk, what I call the heavy talk. And he just wants to know what's going on. He's like, would you just love it if I brought another friend in and we just fuck the shit out of you? And I'm like, oh, yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. When you fucking get denied a cornbread recipe, then you got to go get cornbread with a side of dick. And I did. Fucking loved it. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. Happy Tuesday, everybody. I hope you guys are doing well. Let's see. Okay, today's going to be a fun, fun, spicy episode. But before I jump into that, did you guys get a chance to listen to the previous episode, which is a Saturday episode? I believe that's episode 459. This is 460. And I had my doctor on, my OBGYN. <laughs> Do you want to know all about me and the inner workings of my vagina <laughs> and what I talk about with my doctor? Well, I had her on, much by popular demand, actually, because I'd mentioned some things I've done, just the fun sort of things that are out there that women can do to just kind of supercharge our vaginas and get us nice and juicy and make sure that we're always turned on, horny, or we're getting the most maximum pleasure that we can from our experiences, our sexual experiences. And I finally, finally got my doctor on and she was wonderful. So it was a great conversation. Guys, do check that episode out. And if you're interested in any of the things that Dr. Pennant does or kind of educate you on, don't be shy to reach out to her. She's just super friendly, really easygoing. And I know she'd love, love your feedback and your questions. So I did put a link in that episode to, of course, her website, and you can feel free to reach out to her there. But I hope that you found that interesting. The funny thing is, I still haven't loaded. When I went and got my O shot from her, I recorded it. And I took my my little stand and I put my phone on there and hit record. And the cool, the funny thing was, I literally, and I told her I would actually give her the video to use. You can't see my face. It's just, I angled it perfectly. All you see is her down there with my feet in the stirrups. <laughs> And her face basically right there. Now, some people might find that exciting. 
I don't know, whatever floats your boat. However, the interesting thing with that was when I got this O shot, which is basically, it's a shot into your G spot and to your clitoris with a needle, right? Who wants that? I'm sure guys are thinking when you think about like a needle in your penis, no, right? Everybody's going to be squeamish about this. Well, the interesting thing was the numbing, The it's all in the prep, right? Like being a painter, 90% of it's in the prep work, right? And we're talking and I literally, you can see the video where she's doing her stuff and I'm just sitting there kind of going, okay, well, I was bracing to feel something bad or negative or not good. And then she's like, okay, we're done. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I didn't literally did not even feel this going on. So it does not have to be, it sounds like it would be painful, but I have to tell you from the female perspective, the O shot for a woman is the results are fucking fabulous. And there is no discomfort. I experienced no discomfort and I couldn't actually believe it. And you can, I told her I was going to give her the video so she could post it on her socials because literally I'm just talking and I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. I don't even feel any of it. And and you can hear me sincerely kind of being blown away. Like what it's done. You're joking. I can't believe it. So anyway, guys, it was a great interview. Dr. Bennett's got lots of great information about sexual health and wellness for men and for women. It's not just the female stuff. So guys, you don't have to think that, but give it a listen because I feel like it's really, really informative. And whether you have a, whether you're just, you're just thinking about you're single and you're thinking about your penis and how it can be better. There's ways it can be, it can be you can have things your sexual experiences be more enhanced. And also, obviously, if you have a female partner or you're a female yourself, there's a lot of really good information. So like I said, don't be shy to reach out to Dr. Pennant. Let her know that you heard our interview and you've got questions. I know she would absolutely love it. Okay, next update before I jump into the episode really quickly is my YouTube channel. Oh my God, you guys, when I say I forest got my way through everything, I do. I fucking forest got my way through everything. It's just the way I've always rolled. I just, I just jump in the deep end and I will figure it out. Well, YouTube now allows you to update your upload podcasts. It's their new thing. So I thought, great. And that's through an RSS feed. And that's how our, that's how my podcast gets recorded from my host platform and then out sent out to just everywhere that distributes it, whether it's Apple, uh, Spotify, Amazon music, wherever you hear it, Google, wherever you're hearing this podcast, it's syndicated from one place through an RSS feed. Well, YouTube now has that feature. However, the problem with YouTube is, and this is why as you get to know new platforms and they all have different rules. This is why it's so hard if you have content that's sort of quasi borderline or could be borderline and definitely mine is borderline, but it pulls in everything. It's not so much the words I'm using or the language, but the show notes. So my show notes for every episode got pulled into YouTube, of course, because it comes from the RSS feed, which is the original version of every episode, which has the show notes attached. And YouTube does not like any external links that 
lead you to a what they consider to be a pornographic site. We'll use that term loosely, but I got two strikes like straight away. <laughs> Three strikes to take you down. I got two strikes straight away as I let YouTube pull in my whole back catalog, which is, again, this is episode 460. Just boom, it's like pulling in all these episodes with and, and the show notes, which I didn't realize it was going to do. So every guest I've ever had that is does anything they don't like, I just was getting reamed for. And so I very quickly had to pull, pull that down. <laughs> so I posted it on there. I told you guys, hey, follow my YouTube channel, like it, blah, 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 blah. And there, all of a sudden, all this content's coming in. And then I pull it back down to ground zero, kind of where it was before with just just some older stuff that I had up there that I hadn't even looked at for, gosh, a good four years or so, I'd say. Anyway, guys, please help me with my YouTube dilemma. I'm working on it. So here's what I'm doing. I'm working on it in the background. I'm going to, I'm going to probably just post some, I'll pick a number, maybe 10 episodes from every year and post the most popular ones. I can look back. I can look back in my data and see like what are the most popular downloads for each season. And then I'll post those and the full versions, but I'll probably have to bleep out some shit. I mean, it's, this is a lot of work. It's crazy. It's like, this is every single platform has different rules. And why am I bringing this up to you guys? I guess I just want you to (laughs) I need somebody to appreciate the massive amount of work that this does take for the, I don't want to say the little return that I get for it. The only way that I've, I monetize is through ads, which is lovely. I love doing that, right? Bringing you guys good stuff, things you'd be interested in. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. The private podcast, which is what I really hope more people and the most of you will gain an interest in and want to hear the story behind the story. So that being said, there is a story behind the story and much more juicy details that I have posted in the private podcast about this specific episode that's coming up. So if you want to, if you're interested in what I'm saying, as I get into the meat and potatoes of what I'm talking about today, if you want to check that out on the private podcast, please go over there and subscribe. It's how I know that you like my content. It's how I know that you support this show. And I do, do, do appreciate it so much. So if you wanted to do that, it's super easy to do guys, go to the curiouscrolldiaries.com and right on the homepage there, it talks about exclusive content, the private podcast. You just click on that link and boom, there you go. You're right in there and you get to hear super, super spicy stuff, stuff I could never post on this 
publicly, really, quite frankly, because I don't know. I don't know how long, I don't know how long Spotify and Apple and all of the main syndicators of this show are going to put up with my, my potty mouth. But if you, if you like it and you want like some extra potty mouth, then an extra juicy stuff where sometimes I record myself with partners and you don't get the video, but you can hear the audio. And to me, the audio is just so much more erotic, but that's just my opinion. All right. So how this episode kind of came to be, let me just tell you, it's kind of funny because I was, as you guys know, I was, I've been seeing Cowboy Ann a lot more lately. And we were talking about cornbread and he won't give me his cornbread recipe. And I, I really want to make some good cornbread. I'm in the mood to make good cornbread. But he happened to mention that he has a good cornbread recipe, but he won't give it to me because apparently it's a Southern thing. And I guess you don't share your family cornbread recipe unless you want to, I don't know, either you're in the fold and you get it like you're part of the family or you use it. His interpretation was women use their cornbread recipes to lock down a man. (laughs) But apparently you can't share your mom's cornbread recipe. I don't know. Listen, I'm not from the South. I don't know what all these Southern cooking rules are, but I don't like being told no. So I was chatting with Chef W and obviously knowing that he is from the South and a good cook and likes to cook for me. I said, hey, by the way. Do you have a good cornbread recipe? And let me just tell you, A, he does, and B, he was not afraid to share it with me, and it's his mom's recipe. So I was like, okay, I'm coming over. Anyway, so we get together, and I'm all excited to see him. I'm getting just nice and juicy and turned on, because it is so much fun to go and have someone cook for you and then fuck you as well. I've really like studied what he does. And as I see it from my point of view, when somebody cooks for you, it's kind of like they're fucking you with food. They're really, I mean, if they like to cook and all that good stuff, I mean, especially a guy. I don't know why. For me, it's super erotic when a man cooks for me and he's a good cook and he can, they can make a meal for me. I wonder if it's the same for guys when a woman cooks for them. Like I really enjoy doing that for, for a partner. When I go and visit Kawayan, I just, I love to cook and kind of, cause he's away from home and he's working. And even when he's at home, like I guess he's got to cook for himself, but I'm just saying like, I really like to, I don't know what the word is, like spoil him. I feel like that's just something I can do. And you're out there working, you work a long, hard day and it's hard work, labor intensive. And like I said, I just kind of love that I don't know, is it a feminine thing to kind of cook for a guy? I don't think I'm the best cook. I would wish I was better, but I there's something for to me very erotic about the food and cooking for someone because you do sort of put, I don't know, parts of yourself in there and you're really wanting to 
it's nurturing, it's caregiving, but it's also super sexy. So when it conversely, when a man does that for me, I'm like, whoa, I love it. I love the fact that Chef W is all about cooking. And I feel like these, I feel like these chefs, they're just like I said, they're they're fucking you with their food. Like they really, really want you to have this pleasurable experience and love every bit of it. And it's it's kind of erotic. Now when I go out to eat, I'm gonna be I, I literally am gonna be kind of thinking about this stuff in a different way because it just, I don't know, it's just fun. So I'll come over. I told him I need a good cornbread recipe. I don't have one. He's like, oh no problem. So I come over and he's just got the cornbread going. We got shrimp and grits and this wonderful sauce and salmon and he plates it all so nice in this salad and so there's this like just these flavors <laughs> exploding in your mouth which other things are about ready to explode in my mouth hold on i'm getting there guys like i know i got to prep you with a food talk but as we're sitting there he kind of he jumps into heavy talk what i call the heavy talk and he just wants to know what's going on, why I'm so aloof, or I've kept him on the burner app and I haven't given him my real phone number. And I'm thinking part of him kind of believes like maybe he thinks I'm married and I'm just pulling some side thing. And I'm like, I swear I'm not married. <laughs> no, I'm not married. But he is kind of grilling, drilling down on me a little bit and also very much bringing up some, some, I don't know, what, what do we call it? Strong subjects. Like he, so he jumps in about, he's not happy with me leaving him on burner. And my slow response is to him via text on burner. I am sometimes slow to respond to somebody. Sometimes I just am, I get busy or especially with when, I, and I do part of it is because he's on the burner app and I don't allow just notifications to come through every fucking app on my phone, I do not allow it to notify me. And so I have to sort of check, look. And so sometimes if I'm not paying attention or I forget, I don't get back to him as timely as he would like. So anyway, he just, he kind of laid into me a little bit. He was giving me the what's for. And I was like, all right, okay. You don't like this. You don't like that. Well, another thing he does not like, he didn't like last time we were together is me and my vibrator. And he felt like that was just, we were, I'm not connecting with him because of it. Now I've, this is a bit of a touchy subject for me. And I, I sort of deal with this with Cowboy N too. It's just like, listen, it's hard to say, but when guys start complaining about the vibrator thing, I'm like, it makes me want to say, just fuck right the hell off. I mean, seriously. You're not going to have a problem coming with your dick. If I'm not totally aligned and in tune with you, I may have a problem having an orgasm or as many as I'd like. And so I hate, for some reason, this is something I'm super sensitive to. I don't like this conversation. I don't like this talk. And I'll, I'll tell you to fuck right the hell off. Like I'm not, uh, that's a hill I will die on. I don't care. Don't come at me with complaints about my vibrator and how I use it during sex. I want to get off. Let me make this very fucking clear. I am there to have some fucking orgasms. 
What do you think I'm here for? Seriously, this irritates me. (laughs) I want to come and I want to come a lot. And your dick sometimes doesn't hit the right spots internally to make that happen as often as I would like or as much as I would like. And if you don't like it, go be with some bitch who's going to fake it. I mean, like, (laughs) seriously, like, there we go. I said it. That's it. It's out there. I'm getting spicy today. I'm just, I don't like that dialogue. And I don't like when men don't appreciate how differently we're wired than them. And we don't have the same abilities and stop fucking watching porn. That's fucking bullshit. She's not, you can't just stroke her clit like two or three times and she comes. Doesn't work that way. All right. So whatever toy she wants to use, man up. Like seriously, I don't want, I don't even want to have this conversation one more time with one more person. I'm like, fuck right the hell off. And so as I'm sitting there, this is what I'm thinking, but I didn't say any of that. I was like, okay, well, you know, I was just listening. And I I did say, I just told him, I said, Hey, every woman, I don't know who you've been with. And I, I didn't try to say, well, she's probably faking it or she's bullshitting you. But I just said, Hey, every woman's different. And I like to have orgasms and I like to have as many as I can. And when your dick's big and it feels really good and we're still kind of getting to know each other and each other's bodies. And it's harder for me when I'm not super familiar with someone or we're not at a real close, connected, intimate level for me to be able just to have G-spot orgasms. It's, you know, they're kind of hit or miss. Sometimes it's the guy that's doing it. Sometimes it's my mental state. I mean, there's a lot of factors that go into it. So if we're just relying on that, like I'm not going to show up for a, maybe it's going to work. <laughs> I'm I'm going to make sure that I get mine. And I just was very polite about how I said that. But again, as I'm sitting there, I'm like, mm. it's like pissing me off a little bit. Cause I, again, I don't want to defend this. This is where, this is the one thing I wish men understood don't fuck with a woman's orgasms. Don't criticize. Don't ridicule. Don't, however she has them. And if that keeps her interested and engaged in sex with you, shut the fuck up and let it happen. Sorry. I know that sounds harsh, but I think I need to advocate for women. The women that have listened or a couple, you know, at least have said, I don't, I'm not on their side. Oh, I'm on your side. I'm on the female side, especially when it comes to us having great sexual experiences. So we have the conversation, which was fine. And and then we move into the bedroom, but it actually kind of gave it a little bit of an edge. So that was kind of nice. It gave it a little bit of an edge. And then to his defense, what he was saying is I want, he just wanted it to be more connected. He felt like the last time we were together, it was sort of in between us. And he's looking for more of a connection And I don't blame him or fault him for speaking up for himself and saying what he wants and what he's after. And, and I do, I am flattered that he's willing to say like, you know, he wants that with me. And part of it, I guess, is I have to figure out, am I just masturbating on his dick or do I want a connection? And I'm probably to his, to give it straight and legit, I'm probably just masturbating on his dick. That's kind of what I was doing and have been doing. And he's definitely given me something to think about. We'll see where it goes. But 
that little bit of tension before we, we did get into the bedroom, I think made it extra kind of spicy for me because I had this little rub, this little, I don't know, irritation, I guess if you want to call it that. And then when we, so when we finally did get into the bedroom, I was like, you know what? I'm going to look this guy in the fucking eyes the whole time. I'm going to dirty talk him. I'm going to tell him how every fucking stroke and everything he's doing and what it's feeling and how wet my pussy's getting. And as it's squirting and as I'm getting more and more responsive, like I'm just, I'm in there just narrating kind of the whole time. And the fun part about this whole entire session with him was just some of the stuff that we started to, that came out. And part of it was this, like the race play part, which is somehow, I guess it's weird to say that there's a part of me that feels that wants to say, I don't know if you should say that. Is that not acceptable? But this podcast is where I come to be honest about this stuff. There is something because I've had I've had listeners comment when I've talked about BBC and the fact that obviously Chef Chef W is black. That oh, why can't you dislike him because he's a man? And why does it have to be about the race? And I do like him because he's a man. I mean, I do. I, I, of course, I love like all those things. I I really enjoy and appreciate all those things about him. But he also has some different elements that I don't get from my normal partners. And his ethnicity is definitely one of those things. And it does add to the spice and the spark of what we're doing. And he enjoys it too. So I don't want to get, I'm not going to let somebody shame me or make me feel weird about it. He digs it too. He likes fucking white women. It's exciting to him. And so we all have our weird little kinks and idiosyncrasies. And it's not about, there's definitely has to be the elements of him as a man that I am drawn to flat out. Cause it wouldn't, wouldn't work if, if you didn't have the masculine qualities and things that I normally look for and want in a man. So I am attracted to him as a man, first and foremost. But that element of where we can just role play, and it's a role play, because I realize in this modern day and age, the, the, oh, we shouldn't be doing this, or this isn't accepted, is way less than it would be like, let's say, you know, in the 1960s, if you saw an interracial couple. But in the bedroom, it does add that little bit of excitement and Oh my God. And we both love it. Like we really, really do. And we love to just talk about how I'm just, how he's loving that white pussy and how I'm loving that big cock, that big black cock. (laughs) I think I spoke about this years ago. I got into it when I, I did an episode with, when I, there was a guy I saw socks. I called him socks. And, uh, I mentioned it then, but it's, I don't know why there's just something like where you, you find this, this element of naughtiness and there's ways that you can do this with each partner for whatever reason. But I, I do find that if you can find an element of naughtiness or 
something a little forbidden or dirty or naughty that you shouldn't be doing. And if you can layer that in with your partner and it, there's all different kinds of avenues and ways to do that, right? If it's just, I mean, it doesn't have to be that interracial element. I'm just saying that it does really, something small like that just really does heighten the interaction and what you're doing. And you can do this with any partner. There's a way to find something that's, you know, I'm putting this in air quotes, taboo about what you're, what you're doing. But we really just, we got into a lot of real dirty talking. And I was just like, I was making very, very direct eye contact with him. Like as he's fucking me and telling him how good that big cock feels and just how much I love it. And, and then we, we got into talking about what like other elements we could do. Just like, you know, he's like, would you just love it if I brought another friend in and we just fuck the shit out of you? And I'm like, Oh yes. Oh my God. Oh yes. You know, I mean, I just, we got into that and then we were even as this was the fun part, like as we're having this really great, just, and it was more connected. Yeah. Because I get it. I did take away what I did do is I can take what he was trying to say and let that sort of fuel me into this. Instead of turning me off, I let it turn me on even more. Like I took it and I was like, okay, you want more connected sex? Guess what? I'll be looking you in the fucking eyes the whole time. And I'm going to really, I'm going to look directly at you as I say this shit. I'm going to look directly at you as I'm telling you to fill my pussy up, as I'm telling you, how good does it feel like? And just like, and as we're doing that, as we've got this, this racial dialogue going back and forth and yeah, fucking hell, it was so hot. It was really good. And then I just, you know, I was like, okay, I want you to face fuck me with that big cock. And, you know, I whipped around and had my neck on the edge of the bed and just like let him feed it to me and took every inch of it. It was just very, very fun. And it did, and it does kind of spice things up. And I don't feel bad about that. Like everybody's entitled to their kinks and their turn-ons and their fetishes. And like I said, as I've, I feel like it's a weird, it's a weird spot when I want to talk about this stuff, honestly, and I want to be able to share with you guys everything that's exciting and a turn on about this stuff. Plenty of people watch interracial porn. It's very popular. I mean, I don't have to, if you're a porn watcher, I do not have to tell you this, but for me to sit here and talk about it and kind of break it down, it's surprising that as I've done this in the past, how people will kind of jump in and be like, oh, well, shouldn't be like that. And it doesn't have to be like that. You're just, it's just a person enjoying another person and their body. And I'm like, yeah, but there's other elements to it too. And I would be remiss if I didn't bring those up. And I'm certainly not going to be shy about saying there is a heightened experience for me if I know I'm fucking a guy, if I'm doing the BBC thing. And same thing for men who want to fuck Asian women. There's this whole fetish around Asian women or for him, black guys who want to fuck white women. It's, it's hot. If you want to get into that interracial play, it's, it's very exciting. And it's just one more element or aspect 
that you can kind of add to your arsenal there of fun, exciting, sexy things you can do. And Andy cooks, Andy's tall, Andy's sexy. I mean, you know, there's he's got a lot going on. I'm not just there for the dick. The dick is, it makes, it definitely does help. I'm not going to lie, but I wouldn't just show up like, like with socks. I mean, I think I saw him twice. He was not for me. Ultimately, there wasn't enough deep end in his pool. I need, I can't just show up and fuck you strictly because of your dick size or your skin color or even to go farther than that, your bank account or because of some sort of superficial thing. I do like to connect with people. And so that's why I do appreciate him, Chef W, being very upfront with me and saying he didn't just some of the things that he was less than happy about with my lack of responsiveness to him, my not giving him my real phone number and And then just last time I was there, I was definitely really, really kind of zoned out and just masturbating on a stick. And he, he picked up on that. So, Hey, I'm with you. You want me to be a little more connected? Oh, I can do it. Trust me. I will fucking burn eyeballs and I will burn holes in the back of your head (laughs) with my stare. I will look you in the eyes the whole time. Uh, That is something I absolutely have no problem with the eye contact, direct eye contact. I've always been great with that. I have no problem with it. And I like to do it. And I love being filled up with this big cock. I mean, what? it's hot. You know, Cowboy N says I'm a size queen. I am not a size queen. I will never admit to that. I like, I'm equal opportunity. But every once in a while, yeah, you do like, you do want to get just dicked down and totally filled. And I'm fortunate Chef W has a nice big one and Cowboy Ann has a big one and it is nice to experience. I mean, again, it's not every guy that I'm with has that much size, but it it is fun to have access to. I'm not going to lie. But anyway, so it was just fun. Like just the the whole, just gagging on his dick and really like letting him just face fuck me with it. That's it's a lot to take. And then, like I said, just our dirty talk and then talking about he's, I said, what about, what if I was, what if I brought my, my sub Nico in it? What if, what if he watched you fuck me and then you came inside me and then he, you come inside me and then he fucks me and come inside, comes inside me and eats to come out and cleans me up. I was like, would you be up for that? I mean, I said it obviously in a much more sexy way during the, during the act, but it was just like, we're, it was so fun to be fucking intensely and then talking about fantasies. Oh yeah. Would you like that? How about you watch him fuck me? And then he comes inside me and eats your come out and his come out. I mean, we just got raunchy. We went there. We totally freaking went there. And I guess this is a cautionary tale because this is all because part of it was driven by the fact that Cowboy N would, is so stingy with his cornbread recipe. So I was like, all righty, well, guess what? <laughs> by the way, many of you have said, oh, you have a cornbread recipe you'll share with me. I thank you so much. Please send those to me. You can email those. It's super easy. Just go to the, just email curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com and I will get that recipe. 
I will start making it. I really, I'm sort of on the hunt now for a really good cornbread recipe. But this is how you end up in, a, in another guy's bed. When you fucking get denied a cornbread recipe, then you got to go get cornbread with a side of dick. And I did. Fucking loved it. But, oh, I mean, I like the fact that Chef W is so open to, like I said, getting, bringing another guy in. I could get a lot of fantasies knocked out with that one, right? I can get two guys at once. I'm two, two, two guys that I'm assuming have big old fucking dicks. <laughs> Ooh, talk about really being filled up. I mean, it's a sensation. It's a, it really does feel good. And like I said, it's not something I have to have all the time, but yeah, when you want to be greedy and you want to go there and you want to just check that off your list, or you need to like, it's a fantasy you want to fulfill. Hot damn. It is good, good stuff. And then, oh my gosh, to be able to bring Nico into it. Now here's the ultimate. The ultimate would be Chef W and Nico. And then I'm FaceTiming Mr. Big and he gets to watch all of this. Holy shit. That right there, you guys, that right there, that's going to check a lot of boxes. That is going to, God, that would be so hot. I really, really, really got to make that happen. I want the two, I want him and another, I want Chef W and his friend, whoever this is. Then I can get my male, female, male and my double penetration. And then I want a session with Nico, Chef W, and Mr. Big watching. Oh my God. At that point, I literally could end the show. I could end the show on that and just be happy. Like I could feel like, yep, yep, I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening. I just love you and appreciate you guys so much. Hey, by the way, guys, don't be shy. You know, I love your voicemails. It's my favorite thing. And I'm going to see Cowboy N pretty soon in the next couple of weeks. So if you want to ask Cowboy N a question or me, but also it's your opportunity to ask Cowboy Anna a question. Shoot me a voicemail at thecuriousgirldiaries.com. Click on the pink tab on the right-hand side. You have five minutes. Let it rip. I get back to everybody personally. I really, really love, love, love your feedback. I love being able to interact with you guys and get to know you just as well as you get to know me, as you know me. And we even go deeper. So we can talk about anything and everything that you want. It's it's up to you. It's kind of dealer's choice, guys. You leave the question and you just throw it out there and I will pick up the ball and run with it. All right, everyone. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. Love you guys so much. All right. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend and make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com and join my subscribers only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.